Margaret Carboneau was dreaming. The edges of the trees glowed where there should have been darkness, as if some massive light just winked off and cast an aura around everything it had touched. The world was silent. No car sounds from Route 101, two blocks to the east. Feeling the grass under her bare feet, knowing this was a dream, it had to be a dream, Margaret walked across her yard towards the back porch. Where her neighbor's house once stood was now only woods. The stranger moving beside her was tall, clean-shaven, wearing dark jeans and a loose-fitting black shirt. No one spoke, but Margaret was not uncomfortable with the silence. Maybe this man had been in her dreams before. Though his expression and demeanor was that of an old friend, she did not recognize him. They reached the back steps. The stranger stopped and turned towards her. You're dreaming, he said. His voice was strong, breaking through the uncertainty in the air around her. Margaret put her hands into the pockets of her nightgown and looked at the ground. I know, she said, but I didn't think people in my dreams were supposed to know that. The stranger smiled, laid a hand briefly on her shoulder, then put his hands into his own pants pockets. My name is David, he said, expression flattening to a neutral stare. Margaret found herself looking at him intensely, as if the loss of emotion on his face meant she should be attentive. Unspoken rules of dreams and nightmares. He said, I am one of many sent by God Almighty, with a message. Pay close heed to what I have to tell you. What I and my brethren are saying at this moment will be remembered when you and the others awaken. This will not be the last time we speak. The others, Margaret thought. These two words sent a wave of dread through her that she could not understand. David's clothes shimmered deep blue, darkened again to black. God loves you, Margaret Carboneau. He loves your daughters. He loves everyone, even those who deny or despise him. Something tickled her ankles, like a thousand insects scurrying across her feet. She wanted to look down, kick or brush the feeling away. She could not. Margaret could do nothing but stare into the angel's face. What you are being told, he continued, is spoken out of that love. You may not think so, not at first, but you must trust God's perfect judgment. Judgment? Her voice sounded weak, a nervous child afraid of words implying punishment. The tickling crept up her calves, cold, wet, water.